have basically done three full episodes back to back to back. Mm -hmm. And so will he have, and we're going to need some decompression. Dude, I I think you asked about playing Mario Party today. I don't have it in me. We'll we'll sit and we'll smoke bowl real quick. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) Then I think we're probably going to go do dinner at her mom's tonight. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I am I am going to go home and not play Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go home and probably go to bed cuz I got to get up at the butt. Cuz I have home. until December 4th to get all the shit that I want. Oh, this will, one's till December 4th? It will not take me that long. That's another long one. Why does it look like we're all talking like super quiet on the feed? Well, cuz we, we kind of were. Oh. All right, so um we're getting better at this 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 uh getting into the episode. Welcome everybody. Two campfire stories. That's what this one is. Yeah, 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 because it's a creepypasta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, these Uh, are always campfire stories. Yeah, like we said last week, well, Slender Man wasn't. We did Slender Man 2. Slender Man was like We did that before we had a a real... Well, no, even the one we just did, I made it a two towns over. Yeah, well, that that was different. That was a deep dive in the lore of... uh, Slenderman has gone far beyond what defines a creepypasta. If we're talking from the perspective of the real world, two towns over. If we're talking from the perspective of the in fiction, we know it's a ghost story, it's campfire tales. Yeah. If we're, if we're uh, talking about some serious shit, that's an after dark. Maybe don't. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, and it's like creepypastas are literally just modern campfire stories yeah that's exactly what they are they are the internet's answer to what campfire stories used to be which is a cool thing to me so yes yeah i agree yeah i am dissociating a little bit we just did an after dark before this (laughs) (laughs) we uh we've done a few creepy like just we've done uh we did the russian sleep experiment that was part of the mangala um we did abandoned by disney as a midweek once. That was a fun one. Yeah. That was a fun one. Uh, we did Ben Drown. That's mm-hmm. And then we did, uh, well, obviously Slender Man. That was a creepypasta. Yeah. I think there was one more, but I can't ben remember. Ben Drowned, where for that reason we met the Chuttle guys, whose podcast you should go listen to. Yes. yes. Yeah, Josh yeah. will have uh, guested on their show a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, by the time you're hearing this, it'll probably have been uh, two or three weeks ago that we uh, we guested on their SCP Foundation it episode. super fun. It really was so much fun. And uh, Brian, who uh, led the... They they kind of swap off who tells the stories on their show, mm-hmm. um, which actually ca- kind of like uh, the original idea for Odd Man Out was. Yeah, that's Basically. that's kind of what they do. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, Brian led the story for that one, and he specifically picked uh, SCPs that we did not cover. That's cool. So out, yeah, that's a good ass idea when you do it like that. Yeah, yeah. It they, turns they, out they... it's actually real good, <laughs> and we did it good. Yeah, I was just thinking last night. I'm so proud of my little boys. They left the don't nest. Call, don't do that. <laughs> they went out and went on their own. I didn't. I wasn't involved in that uh, mainly because I'm the boring one on the show. See, you keep saying that, and yet I like on that episode. I said at least two or three times, like you guys got to have Don on for one of your movie episodes. Oh, you'd love these boys. Oh my god, you really, you are gonna absolutely love the Chuttle yeah, guys when you like get to a do a. Josh. Yeah. <laughs> you can't it's, say anything. It's hopefully it, it, it's Sam. So Sam, I'm sorry if you're hearing this. You look exactly like my father, but like 20 years younger, and it fucks me up so much. 
It fucks me up so much. You guys have a similar vibe too. It's really weird to me. No, 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 don't, don't. Uh, my dad don't listen to this too, so out. I'm not gonna. Not the vibe, not much, the but... dad. You and Sam. Oh, okay, no, 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 that's fair. You and Sam have a similar like a late. I wanted to fist bump Sam so many times when we recorded Dude, that episode me with and them. Fucking Ross. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Donatello gang is all I'm gonna say. Ross <laughs> interrupts Brian during the show about as much as Ruben interrupts you. <laughs> yeah, it, it made me feel better about it, honestly. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. They have We're... a really similar dynamic to us. They cover a lot of the same uh, like type of content that we do. Uh, shout, shout out to the Chudlers. They're but they do it dudes. more as like a tangent, like when we did tangents, right? It's just more of a conversation. No, they do pretty well about staying on topic. Oh. We, we were actually well, no, on no, best no, no, behavior no, no. No, on I don't their mean, show. I don't mean like they get off topic. I mean that theirs is more conversational. At no, least the one I listened the to the, the episode they did the X Files uh, Fluke Man episode. I listened to that when I was trying to find out about them, uh-huh. and it was more like they were convert. I mean, yeah, they kind of like went through the plot, but it was more like they were just like like the three of us sitting around. Like when we did the Assassin's Creed uh, tangent a few weeks ago, where it was just us talking, and it became the episode kind of thing. Or is it more? Is it? They, they prepare in advance. Is it? Okay. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. they do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. No, no, no. They, I know. No, no, no. They follow the podcast formula. Yeah. One yeah. of the, the the one of the very few that there are to follow. You know, <laughs> they have some cool I'm, like you know extra segments and stuff that they do. Like they right. tend to close out the episodes with a Live "Would you on rather" the air? bit. Yeah. Live on the air. Uh huh. I'm trying to build a fucking odd man out network. <laughs> And they they got a top spot. They get right a first refusal. That's for, all I'm for sure. If if we ever if we ever get to do something like that, that would that be would be so awesome. cool for me. If I, I can think of any one that I would love to be like on the same podcast network, they're as, very it, good at what they it do. It would Go be listen Chuttle. To them. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Chuttle the pod. Sucking dicks. Now and we're gonna get into our. Thing. We are uh, <laughs> once we get out of the Halloween season. Oh God! Once we get out of the Halloween season, we will be inviting them onto our show, and we will be discussing snuff films when Tell we the do cat that. To come get the- all right, so uh, like we announced last week, we are in the holiday season, which is my, you know, Christmas. And uh, so this week we're going to do Jeff the Killer, uh, the creepypasta Jeff the Killer. I'm named Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of that. Yeah. I, I can't help it. I literally <laughs> cannot help it. All right. So the cre- I, I I used to have a boss whose name was Jeff, and literally every time I saw him, I bet he loved that the first single time that it happened. Jeff was an asshole. I don't oh, okay, heard. <laughs> he was like a fun kind of an asshole, but like, you know, still. Yeah, so I was wanting to do, um, you know, I was trying to find like the most famous urban legends or uh, uh-huh. creepypastas. Mm-hmm. And the, the one I, I initially was going to do was Ted the Caver, which was the very first urban uh, cre- creepypasta. Ted the Caver. Someone who goes into caves, Spelunker, but it's called Ted the Caver. Right, but I'm I was I I meant I have no context. That is the very first creepypasta that was ever considered a creepypasta. Was it neat? Yeah. I actually did not know that. I have heard that story, but I did not know when that. I looked at it, it almost was kind of like an ARG because there was a website with pictures. Oh, and, cool. Okay, so yeah, I mean yeah. that that literally defines it as an ARG. Yeah, but it did doesn't really uh, translate uh, well to the audio medium. If it has a goal. If there's a puzzle to solve. It's yeah, I will. If not, it's just very immersive storytelling. Yeah, well, it's probably then very. It was very immersive because there was like journal entries and yeah. But we're gonna do Jeff the Killer, which is another one of the most famous creepy pastas out there. Uh, it's up there with Slenderman. And yeah, 
um, what is it? Well, Ben Drown. We've just yeah. Anyways, so, you guys know creepy pastas. Yeah. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the ones. Yeah, like like Josh said, it is the the modern day campfire story. The spooky rotini. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's. Uh-huh. So it starts out, the story starts out with a newspaper clipping. It says, ominous unknown killer is still at large. After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. I had a bad dream when I, and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling, like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There, in a little ray of light illuminating from between my curtains, were a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. I love the, like, two eyes in the darkness Mm -hmm. trope. This sounds like night terrors to me. (laughs) (laughs) Already. They were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth, a long, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. Pretty sure that's just the Cheshire cat. <laughs> cool. F- yeah, head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> the figure stood there watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase, but said in a way only a madman could speak. Definitely the Cheshire cat. He said, (laughs) we're all mad here, he said. No, he said, go to sleep. I let out a scream. That's what sent him (laughs) at me. He pulled up a knife, aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked. I punched. I rolled around, trying to knock him off me. That's when my dad busted in. The man threw the knife. It went into my dad's shoulder. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbors hadn't alerted the police. They drove into the driveway, and he... And ran towards the door. It's not the best written. The man turned and ran down the hallway. I heard a smash. A, hey, like, Don. Hey, Don. It's it's a creepypasta. I know. So. It was almost certainly written by a 13-year-old. 13-year-old's got a fucked up imagination. But anyways. Oh, for sure. That's what 13-year-olds do. <laughs> what they don't do is grammar. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a smash like glass breaking. As I came out of my room, I saw the window that was pointing towards the back of my house was broken. I looked out to see him vanish into the distance. This person is probably an author by now, and I bet they do great <laughs> Right. Shit, oh, right? yeah, yeah. I can tell you one thing. 13-year-olds out there doing this exact thing, fucking keep doing it. We're going to rag on you, but that's For just, sure. you get to do that when you're old. I will never forget that face, those cold, evil eyes, and that psychotic smile. They will never leave my head. Same, dog. I've seen that cat. He's wild looking. <laughs> yeah, dude. Police are still on the lookout for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description in the story, please contact your local police department. Big, weird smile guy, huh? Mm-hmm. So, Jeff so is... we're looking for the Joker. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff the Killer is very, very Joker-esque. Yeah. So Jeff and his family had just moved into a new Jeff. neighborhood. <laughs> his dad had gotten a promotion at work, and they thought it would be the best be best to live in one of those quote-unquote fancy neighborhoods. Jeff and his brother Liu couldn't complain. Yes. A new, better house. What was not to love? As they were getting unpacked, one of their neighbors came by. Hello, she said. I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Well, I just wanted to introduce myself and to introduce my son. She turned around and called her son over. Billy, these are our new neighbors. Billy said hi and ran back to play in his yard. I'm full. My name Billy. (laughs) 
<laughs> well said Jeff's mom. I'm Margaret, and this is my husband, Peter, and my two sons, Jeff and Liu. They each introduced themselves, and then Barbara invited them to her son's birthday. Jeff and his brother were about to object when their mother said that they would be loved to. When Jeff and his family are done packing, yet, yeah. When Jeff and his family were done packing, this is where I said they switched tenses. Yeah, uh, are done they, packing. They, it's a, it's a, like an amateur writing mm-hmm. hallmark. Jeff yep. went up to his mom. Mom, why would you invite us to some kid's party? You haven't noticed I'm not some dumb kid. Jeff said his mother. Jeff, we just moved Jeff. here. We should show that we want to spend time with our neighbors. And we're going. We're going to that party, and that's final. Jeff started to talk, but stopped himself. Mom, knowing it's my room. It's my space. <laughs> I learned it by watching you. Knowing that he couldn't <laughs> do anything. Whenever his mom said something, it was final. He walked up to his room and plopped down on his bed. He sat there looking at his ceiling when suddenly he got a weird feeling. <laughs> Not so much a pain, but a weird feeling. He dismissed That's puberty it. kicking in. Uh-huh. He dismissed it as just some random feeling. That's growing pains happening, but He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff, and he walked down to get it. Come get this damn bag from my front door. <laughs> the next day, Jeff walked downstairs to get breakfast and got ready for school. As he sat there eating his breakfast, he once again got that feeling. My Jeff, what a weird, raspy, deep voice sometimes <laughs> you have. This time, this time it was stronger. It gave him a slight tugging pain, but he once again dismissed it. It's the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> As he and Liu finished breakfast, they walked down to the bus stop. They sat there waiting for the bus, and then all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them, only inches above their laps. They both jumped back in surprise. Whoa, it's the 90s. <laughs> Yo, it's that dude from Rocket League. <laughs> the kid landed and turned back to them. Wait, is it? No, Rocket not Rocket League. Rocket League is the fucking soccer car game. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm thinking uh, Ro- Rocket Power? What was it fucking? I, I, I don't remember yesterday. But... Yo, no, hold on. Every, <laughs> I know exactly else what you're stops. talking about. Everything the, else stops until I remember the, one the name where of the this. It's the one the kids had way too much freedom and they were surfers. And also X Games mode. It was Rocket Power. Rocket Power. So the kid, Show it to me. So the kid landed and turned back to them. He kicked his skateboard up and caught it with his hands. The kid seemed to be about 12. One year younger than Jeff. He wore an area postal shirt and ripped yep. blue jeans. Well, well, well. It looks like we got some new meat. Suddenly, two other kids appeared. One was super skinny, and the other was huge. <laughs> We're bullies. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Well, since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. Over there is Keith. Jeff and Liu took, looked over to the skinny kid. He had a dopey face that would you would expect a sidekick to have. <laughs> and he's Troy. <laughs> Just writing the tropes right into this. They looked over oh, at the f- one thing about creepypasta <laughs> that I really do like. They go for like the D and D ass description. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hour three, your DM is like, "Look, man, if you've ever seen fucking Buffy and that one scene in the forest, <laughs> that's what the fucking <laughs> shit looks like." Okay. <laughs> so, and he's Troy. They looked over at the fat kid. Talk about a tub of lard. This kid looked like he hadn't exercised since he was crawling. And I—that's fat shaming. And I, said the first kid, am Randy. Now, for all the kids in the neighborhood, there's a small price for bus fare if you catch my drift. Randy, you ain't shit. 
Liu stood up, ready to punch the lights out of the kid's eyes when one of his friends pulled a knife on him. I had hoped you'd be more cooperative, but it seems we must do this the hard way. The kid walked up to Liu and took his wallet out of his pocket. Jeff got that feeling again. Now it was truly strong, a burning sensation. It was his awakening sexuality. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff realized that day that his life was going to be hopeless because there was no way he was going to get robbed on a daily basis. (laughs) Right. Now it was truly strong. He's aware, Jeff. A burning sensation. He stood up. No, I'm sorry. He's aware, Jeffrey. (laughs) But Liu gestured him to sit down. Liu? Liu. L-I-U. Okay. Jeff ignored him and walked up to the kid. Listen here, you little punk. You gotta know that that's the name of a real person. Mm -hmm. Whoever was writing this... Knew somebody. knew somebody named Liu who they fucking hated. No, that's his brother. Jeff's brother is Liu? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm saying that the real-life inspiration for this character was also probably named Liu. (laughs) So, um, listen here, you little punk, Jeff said. Give back my bro's wallet or else. Randy put the wallet in his pocket and pulled out his own knife. Oh, and what will you do? Just as he finished the sentence, Jeff popped the kid oh, in the no, nose. Oh, no, I'm sorry, you're right. Randy. Yeah. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. As Randy my reached for his name. face. No way. Yeah. <laughs> as Randy reached for his face, Jeff grabbed the kid's wrist and broke it. Randy screamed, and Jeff grabbed the knife from his hand. Troy and Keith rushed Jeff, but Jeff was too quick. He threw Randy Jeff to be the... nimble, Jeff be quick. <laughs> yeah. Jeff fuck up some bullies real quick. <laughs> he threw Randy to the ground. Keith lashed out at him, but Jeff ducked and stabbed him in the arm. Keith dropped his knife and fell to the ground, screaming. Troy rushed him, too, but Jeff didn't even need the knife. He just punched Troy straight in the stomach, and Troy Yo, went Jeff's down. Jeff's just an anime protagonist in episode one. I was one. just going to say fully that. Yeah. He's Ichigo Kurosawa, for sure. <laughs> As Troy fell, he puked all over. Liu could do nothing but look in amazement at Jeff. The uh, hands-down best anime puke scene is that one in Naruto when he gets punched right in the fucking stomach at that one fight, the good one, you know? I, have, I haven't seen the, the Naruto. Oh, no. You know that I haven't seen the Naruto. I keep forgetting. Jeff, how'd you... Jeff. That was all that Re- Liu could say. They saw the bus coming and, and knew <laughs> they'd be... <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Bakana. they saw the bus coming and knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing so they started running as fast as they could as they ran they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to randy and the others as jeff and liu made it to school they didn't dare tell what happened all they did was sit and listen liu just thought of of his brother beating up a few thought of it as his brother beating up a few kids but jeff knew it was more it was something scary it was his burgeoning adulthood. <laughs> As he got that feeling, he felt how powerful it was. His urge to just hurt to someone. Just... Nope, nope, <laughs> nope. He didn't like how it sounded, but he couldn't help feeling happy. He felt that strange feeling go away and stay away for the entire day at school. Even as he walked home due to the whole thing near the bus stop, he knew... He, and how he probably wouldn't be taking the bus anymore, he felt happy. When he got home, his parents asked him how his day was, and he said in a somewhat ominous voice, it was a wonderful day. 
The next morning... Take your child to the nearest Catholic priest and just start there. You know what bums me out about this? Don't do that. I'm actually publicly against that exact thing. Jeff has totally been set up as a protagonist Mm -hmm. at this point, but he's going to become a a murderer for no reason. Right. Why is he not just uh, like uh, an anti-hero? Yeah. So... Because Jeff right now is literally an anime protagonist. This part of the story was this kid wrote this story like, man, what if I just could fuck up all the bullies in my school? Right. Yeah, exactly. We all had this power fantasy as kids, especially kids that were bullied. And then they were like, oh, man, but what if that means I'm evil? And then this happened. Right. Yeah, the struggle between good and evil. It takes place. There are are two wolves inside of me. Which one am I going to feed, bro? (laughs) So the next morning, he heard a knock at his front door. He walked down to find two police officers at the door, his mother looking back at him with an angry look. Jeff, these officers tell me that you attacked three kids, that it wasn't regular fighting and that they were stabbed. Stabbed, son. They told me you have secret ninja powers. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff's gaze fell to the floor, showing his mother that it was true. And that's when his parents revealed that they are part of the assassins. Your kung fu is strong, my son. It runs in his blood. Mom, they were the ones who pulled the knives on me and Liu. Son, said one of the cops. We found three kids, two stabbed, one having a bruise on his stomach. And we have witness prove, witnesses proving that you fled the scene. Now, what does that tell us? Jeff knew it was no use. He could say him and Liu had been attacked, but then there was no proof that it, proof it was not them who attacked first. They couldn't say that they weren't fleeing because, truth be told, they were. So Jeff couldn't defend himself or Liu. Son, call down your brother. Jeff couldn't do it since it was him who beat up all the kids. Jeff's about to do something I don't really condone, but in this context, it's fine. I'm pretty sure he's going to kill some cops. <laughs> uh, son, call down your brother. Why oh, you said that? I'm sorry. Uh, sir, it, it was me. I was the one who beat up the kids. I'm not your son. Lee, who tried to hold, hold me back, but he couldn't stop me. The cop looked at his partner and they both nod. Well, kid, looks like a year in the juvie. A year in the juvie? They don't just... The cops on the scene were just like, well, I know everything about how everything works, so uh, that's going to be roughly... And he pulls out like a calculator. Carry the one that's going to be exactly one year in juvenile. We don't even need to skip the whole court process. The juvie. In the juvie. Yeah. You you know about the juvie. The juvie. (laughs) I'm horrid. I went to the juvie. (laughs) It was me. Or wait, said Liu. They all looked up to see him holding a knife. The officers pulled their guns and locked them on Liu. Jeff. It was me. I beat up those little punks. Have the marks to prove it. He lifted up his sleeves to reveal cuts and bruises as if he was in a struggle. Son, just put down the knife, said the officer. Liu held up the knife and dropped it to the ground. Call me, son, one more time. (laughs) He put his hands up and walked over to the cops. No, Liu, it was me. I did it. Jeff had tears running down his face. I'm Spartacus. (laughs) (laughs) Poor bro, trying to take the blame for what I did. Well, take me away. The police led Liu out to the patrol car. Is Liu older or younger than Jeff? I forgot. Older? older. Oh, Oh, okay. Liu, tell them it was me. Tell them. I was the one who beat up those kids. I volunteer tribute. (laughs) Liu's mother put her hands on his shoulders. Jeff, please, you don't have to lie. We know it's Liu. 
You can no, stop. Mom, I'm a killer, and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff watched helplessly as the cop car speeds off, with, sped off with Liu inside. A few minutes later, Jeff's dad pulled into the driveway, seeing Jeff's face and knowing something was wrong. Son, son, what is it? Jeff couldn't uh-huh. answer. <laughs> his vocal cords were strained from crying. Instead, Jeff's mother walked his father inside to break the bad news to him as Jeff wept in the driveway. You gonna leave your boy outside? <laughs> <laughs> After an hour or so, Jeff walked back into the house. For an hour? Yeah. Just for an hour, just he idled. Yeah. He started his idle animation <laughs> for an hour. Seeing that his parents were both shocked, sad, and disappointed. He kept manifesting a glass of water, dropping it, and then re-manifesting <laughs> yeah. a glass of water. Pulling uh, it out of his bag of holding, yeah. essentially. Like <laughs> He couldn't look at them. He couldn't see how they thought of Liu when it was his fault. He just went to sleep, trying to get the whole thing off his mind. Two days went by with no word from Liu at JDC. His friends... Power and or, associates? His no, no friends to hang out with, nothing but sadness and guilt. That is, until Saturday, when Jeff is woken up by his mother with a happy, sunshiny face. Jeff? Jeff, it's the day, she said as she opened the curtains and let light flood into his room. The day. What? What's today? asked Jeff as he stirred awake. Why, it's Billy's party. What's a Billy? Billy was the way back at the beginning. beginning. Yeah, the neighbor's the kid. birthday party they were oh, invited to. Right. He's gonna kill a Billy. Now he was fully he didn't awake. kill the cops, which is better than what I had envisioned. Mom, you're joking, right? You don't expect me to go to some kid's party after Jeff. We both know what happened. I think this party would be the thing that brightens up the past days. Now get dressed. Jeff, I'm your mom, and I don't believe you. Now go murder about it. (laughs) Jeff's mother walked out of the room and downstairs to get ready herself. He fought himself to get up. He picked out a random shirt and a pair of jeans and walked downstairs. He saw his mother and father all dressed up, his mother in a dress and his father in a suit. He thought, why would they ever wear such fancy clothes to a kid's party? Son, is that all you're going to wear, said Jeff's mom? Better than wearing too much, he said. His mother pushed down the feelings to yell at him and hit it with a smile. Now, Jeff, we may be overdressed, but this is how you go if you want to make an impression, said his father. Bad one. Right. A bad impression. It would be like, so you, so you know how I was supposed to interview somebody for a job at the, the place that I work that is undefined? Mm-hmm. Um, imagine if that person showed up in like their absolute nicest clothes for for an interview for an entry-level salesperson at a a phone store it would not be good no i would be like um yeah no i'm gonna interview other people uh thanks for thanks for coming in even about that it's unsettling right (laughs) it's like you don't it's like I don't know. It's like they're always dressing for a funeral or something. Yeah, if you don't wear a tuxedo to a, a thing that pays like $4 more than minimum wage. <laughs> Jeff grunted and went back up to his room. I don't have any fancy clothes, he yelled downstairs. Just pick out something, called his mother. He looked around in his closet for what he would call fancy. He found a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions and an undershirt. He couldn't find a shirt to go with it, though. He looked around and found only striped and patterned shirts, none of which go with dress pants. Finally, he says who? Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
finally he found a white hoodie and put it on. I don't understand what this whole section has to do with it's, Jack. This third this thirteen year old has no idea about anything. Right now and it's that's okay. It's setting up the outfit that Jeff the Killer is known for. Um, because Jeff the Killer like expands. There there's like an expanded Jeff the Killer universe, mm. basically. Like people kept adding on to his lore. Well and, I was uh, looking in the lore, like the actual Wikipedia or the uh-huh. wiki lore, and apparently there's like a whole s- subsection where he and Slenderman are mortal enemies. Naturally. Yeah. I have a question. What? Is Jeff the Killer a bad guy? We'll get there. Does he kill a bunch of annoying kids? There were a lot of like those old chain letters where if you don't forward it to 10 other people or comment it on 10 other posts, GF then Jeff will get you. Yeah, GF will be in your window tonight. <laughs> so He'll be my first visitor in a long time. <laughs> Finally, he found a white hoodie and put it on. You're wearing that, they both said? Yes, I picked out two things, and you said, fuck, f- fuck you. <laughs> his mother looked at her watch. Oh, no time to change. Let's just go. She said as she herded Jeff and his father out the door. Plot twist. It's a rich kid. <laughs> they crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. They knocked on the door, and, it, and at it appeared Barbara, just like his parents, way overdressed. As they walked inside, all Jeff could see were adults, no kids. The kids are out in the yard, Jeff. How about you go and meet some of them, said Barbara. This is a cult. (laughs) Jeff walked outside to a yard full of kids. They were running around in weird cowboy costumes and shooting at each other with plastic guns. He might as well. That's just a birthday party, bud. Yeah. He might as well have just been. He might as well have been standing in a Toys R Us. Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handed him a toy gun and hat. Hey, want to play? He said. "Uh, No, kid, I'm way too old for this stuff. How old is Jeff? 13. How old are these kids? I guess old enough not to be able to pronounce the word play. The kid looked at him this with that. This is a church activity that happened to be on a boy's birthday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid looked at him with a weird puppy dog face. Please. Absolutely. Oh fuck off. Uh, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn the W's into L's. Fine, said Jeff. He put on, his, on the hat and started to pretend shoot at the kids. At first, he thought it was totally ridiculous, but then he started to actually have fun. It might not have been super cool, but he was the, it was the first time he had done something that took his mind off of Liu. I loved, though, when I was that age, I loved when like younger kids were really excited to play with me. Mm-hmm. Like That always made me really happy. Kids like always gravitated to me, and sometimes it was annoying, but at the same time, it was always that that thing where it's kind of like, oh, I remember when I was this kid's age, and I always like really wanted to play with the older kids, and they never wanted to play with me, so I would always play with the younger kids. Mm-hmm. So Don't isolate that audio. <laughs> so he played with the kids Do for... isolate that audio. <laughs> yeah. So he played with the kids for a while until he heard a noise, a weird rolling noise. Then it hit him. Randy, Troy, and Keith all jumped over the fence on their skateboards. Jeff dropped the fence. I'm sorry. Jumped over the fence on their skateboards? No. Did it say over the fence on their skateboards? Yo, no. They straight up fucking rocket powered over like, well, well, well. Your X Games mode. So Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. Randy looked at Jeff. He picked up his real gun and real hat. With a burning hatred. Hello, Jeff, is it? He said. 
We have some unfinished business. Randy, Bitch, you don't even have your cast off your wrist yet, and you're over here threatening me Randy, again? Randy, I know you did just jump that fence, which admittedly was very cool. It's like, However, first of all, dude, sick. sick. Second of all, are you trying to get a matching cast? Because like, I will fuck you up again in front of all these people. That also, like, don't the other two of you still have, like, mostly How open stab wounds? How are you breathing wounds? right now? You can't have eaten in the last... They said your stomach was bruised. So Jeff saw his bruised nose. No, I think we're even, he said. I beat the crap out of you, and you got my brother sent to JDC. Randy. No, he got his brother sent to the juvie. <laughs> the juvie. Well, JDC is no. ju- juvenile detention center. No, I but got yeah, it. No, the, the juvie. <laughs> he got one year in the juvie. Randy got an He's angry in the look. clink. <laughs> <laughs> Randy got an angry look in his eyes. Oh, no, he said. I don't go for even. I go for winning. You may have kicked our asses that one day, but not today. <laughs> All I do is win, 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 no matter what. As that was playing as they jumped over the, <laughs> yes. the fences on, like, what must be a world record-breaking Ollie. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> all, like from grass to grass, You're I guess. You're right. <laughs> Fuck. So as he said that, Randy rushed at Jeff. They both fell to the ground. Randy punched Jeff in the nose, and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and headbutted him. Jeff pushed Randy off of him, and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming, and parents were running out of the house. Troy and Keith both pulled guns out of their pockets. No one interrupts. Excuse me? Yes, these 13 or 14, 15. No, it's right. Randy was supposed to be 12 years old. Yeah, yeah, have guns. Mm-hmm. They got guns, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one interrupts or guts will fly, they said. Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed him in his shoulder. My Jeff- name Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff screamed and fell to his knees. Randy started kicking him in the face. After three kicks, Jeff grabbed his foot and twisted it, causing Randy to fall to the ground. Jeff stood up and walked toward the back door. Troy grabbed him. Need some help? He picked Jeff up by the back of the collar and threw him through the patio door. As Jeff tried to stand, he kicked. he's kicked down. I'm sorry. Through Jeff- the patio door. Yeah. First of all, if it's glass or the mesh, I get that. But, mm-hmm. like, <sighs> Jeff single-handedly destroyed these three boys not days ago right they should what be terrified what kind of fucking training arc did they go through <laughs> right well i mean there was a whole montage written in here but i skipped it like oh okay they, no, they, they, they the went tiger the fuck out i was going to say yeah they had their eye of the tiger training session you they need got a their montage they got their own super serum and <laughs> they headed right back in for round 2 this is this is how these things go Oh my goodness! These are like the kids that came back when with when they learned about weapons after in Baki. <laughs> As Jeff tried to stand up, he was kicked down to the ground. Randy repeatedly kicked Jeff until he started to cough up blood. Until he became where Jeffrey? Oh, Come no. on, Jeff, fight me! He picked Jeff up and threw him into the kitchen. Right, Randy saw a bottle of vodka on the counter and smashed the no, glass over Jeff's head. No, he did not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, oh, dude. Have you ever yeah. been in a house full of like eight to 13 year olds? I don't know. You whip out the vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's totally there's reason, fair. There's a reason all the parents are inside. That's, you know, the parents are having a swingers party yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's why they're all so well dressed. Yeah. 
This kid was like, man, I remember that one time when all the adults just kind of disappeared for like an hour and then they came back. And all seemed way happier way for some happier. reason. Mom understand. and dad stopped fighting as much. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, that one got me. That one did get me. Come on, Jeff. Look at me. Jeff glanced up, his face riddled with blood. I was the one who got your brother sent to JDC, and now you're just going to sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year? I would like to point out Liu is the one that got Liu sent to Mm -hmm. JDC. I love this. This is like not even a week, and Liu is already in jail, already been sentenced to a year. Well, no, the cops sentenced him to a year right right there. a year right now, kid. Yeah. You should be ashamed, Randy said. 365.25 days, baby boy. Yep. Jess started to get up. Oh, finally you stand and fight. Jeff was now to his feet, blood and vodka on his face. Once again, he got that strange feeling, the one in which he hadn't Where felt for a adults? while. Watching, remember, yeah. they, they ran out to help, but then the other two 12-year-olds pulled out their nines. <laughs> and- <laughs> hey! <laughs> they look these parents in their eye stems, and they said, Run that shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That's when it happened. Something inside Jeffrey snapped. His psyche was destroyed. All rational thinking gone. He unlocked his nine tails chakra. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. All he he did a jutsu. He did did a jutsu. All he could do was kill. He grabbed. (laughs) No. (laughs) He grabbed Randy and pile drove him into the ground. He got on top of him and punched him straight in the heart. It's John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) The punch caused Randy's heart to stop. As Randy gasped for breath, Jeff hammered down. I'm sorry. (laughs) The punch caused Randy's heart to stop. Yes. That's a jutsu. That's a jutsu. (laughs) I. Okay. Unironically, I love this. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. As Randy gasped for breath, Jeff hammered down on him, punch after punch. Blood gushed from Randy's body. All I'm saying is, I would watch this anime. Until he took one final breath and died. Everyone was looking at Jeff now, the parents, the crying kids, even Troy and Keith. Although they easily broke from their, their, broke their gaze and point their guns at Jeff. Jeff saw the guns trained on him and ran for the stairs. As he ran, Troy and Keith let out fire on him, each shot missing. Jeff, Jeff ran up. super <laughs> lucky, though. Jeff ran up the stairs. He heard Troy and Keith follow up behind. As they let out their final rounds of bullets, Jeff ducked into the bathroom. Well, see, it's they definitely have no accuracy because, like, a 12-year-old wrist cannot handle the recoil of... Uh, a fucking Glock 16 or whatever the I'm, fuck? No, no, no. For sure, I'm going because this is all so ridiculous and extreme. They, they pulled out 45 caliber. Oh, yeah. oh, it's Desert Eagles for sure. <laughs> yeah, oh, for sure it's the Deagle. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff grabbed the towel rack. the most powerful handgun in the world. (laughs) Jeff grabbed the towel rack and ripped it off the wall. Troy and Keith raced in, knives ready. Troy swung his knife at Jeff, who backed away and banged the towel rack into Troy's face. Jeff should have a scimitar. (laughs) Troy went down hard, and now all that was left was Keith. He was more agile than Troy, though, and ducked when Jeff swung the towel rack. I love that they have different attributes. This one's more agile. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Have you ever seen that one um, Jap that commercial about a bike but anime? 
no fuck it's so clean it's like it doesn't show the bike at all it's just this dude who's dressed like a what was that one game where you were a skater but like a rollerblader that one Oh, are you, know you, talking, you about. talking about like Sunset Overdrive? Yes, he was dressed like a Sunset Overdrive character, except Damn. except nighttime street ninja. That's one you don't hear about. Yeah, and it, he had like a katana, and then he like turns into a bike at the end. I'm pretty sure, but that's what I'm imagining. Anyway, Jeff is anime as fuck, and yeah. I don't see where he's gone wrong yet. So this is actually the Eastman Smo. The what? It was just the the two guys from Dark Souls. Oh, Ornstein and Smo. Ornstein and Smo, sorry. Yeah, this is the Ornstein and Smo fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One of them's agile, the other one's big and heavy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's building a sledgehammer called a Desert Eagle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He ducked when Jeff swung the towel rack. He dropped the knife and grabbed Jeff by the neck and pushed him into the wall. A thing of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. It burnt both of them. This is just a Jackie Chan fight. Yeah. Yeah. It burnt both of them, and they both started to scream. Jeff wiped his eyes as best wiped his eyes as best he could. Don't do that with bleach <laughs> he, everywhere. He pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into Keith's head. As he lay there bleeding to death, a crunch. He let out an ominous smile. What's so funny? Asked Jeff. My name Jeff. Keith pulled out a lighter and switched it on. What's funny? He said, "Is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol." Jeff's eyes widened as Keith's... Is bleach flammable? I don't think so. I don't think so The alcohol, yes. The alcohol, alcohol, for sure. The vodka will ignite. And that's enough on its own. Right. But, like, will will bleach neutralize alcohol? Does that what bleach do? I don't know anything about bleach. I just use it. Jeff's eyes widened as Keith threw the lighter at him. As soon as the flame made contact with him, his... The flames ignited the alcohol in the vodka. I do know you should not mi- mix it with ammonia because that's yeah. When using bleach, its chemicals could strengthen a fire as the chemicals are oxidizers. There you go. Oh, okay. While the alcohol- damn, this thirteen-year-old knew yeah. some chemistry. Hey. He just learned it the day before Absolutely. in chemistry. He was like what? <laughs> I could use that for my Jeff story. <laughs> While the alcohol burned him, the bleach bleached his skin. Fuck Randy. Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught on fire. He tried to roll out of the fire, roll out the fire, but it was no use. The alcohol had made him a walking inferno. He ran down the hall. Flame (laughs) on! He ran down down the hall and fell down the stairs. Everybody started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire, drop to the ground. Man? No. Nearly dropped to the ground, nearly dead. The last thing Jeff saw was his mother and Nearly? Yeah. Jeff saw was his mother and other parents trying to extinguish the flame. Then he passed out. It's too late, Mama, Papa. If I was Barbara, just you, you must let me go. I would be like, the fuck, right? I mean, I got a dead kid on the floor. I'm suing any and everybody, <laughs> right? Oh, for sure, I, Billy. This is your party. This I'm is your fucking fault. Them three motherfuckers' parents. <laughs> I might sue Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> And also, my favorite thing about this is that, like... Jeff has not done anything that I consider morally reprehensible no, yet. No, not, not it's once. It's all been self-defense. But all, also, these... fucking Billy and his family, nothing to do with this. Yeah. Absolutely at all. Absolutely nothing to <laughs> do with this. They just threw the a birthday setting. party. Yeah. They just threw a birthday no, party. No, they, they threw a swingers party that happened to be on their son's birthday. Yeah. That's, that's... <laughs> 
When Jeff awoke, he had a cast wrapped around his face. He couldn't see anything, but he felt a cast on his shoulder and stitches all over his body. He tried to stand up, but he realized that there was some tube in his arm. When he tried to get up, it fell out, and a nurse rushed in. I don't think you can get out of bed just yet, she said. Uh, my, my name is Jeff. <laughs> As she put him back in his bed and reinserted the tube. Jeff sat there with no vision, no idea of what his surroundings were. Finally, after hours, he heard his mother. Honey, are you okay? She said. Are you okay? Honey, are honey? you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That is the first thing that popped in my head, too, but that's also because one of the creepypastas I considered was the Anuoke. The what? The Anuoke. It's a creepypasta that's basically like a zombie Michael Jackson. And it is a takeoff on the phrase, Annie, are you okay? Oh, yeah. It's my called the Annie okay. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, Good uh, stuff. Jeff couldn't answer, though. His face was covered and he was unable to speak. Oh, honey, I have great news. After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed to trying to attack you, they decided to let Liu go. This made Jeff almost uh-huh. bolt up. <laughs> yeah. Now you get to sue the juvie. Yeah. Yeah, fuck the juvie. Oh. And that cop, I think. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, I mean, just inherently, all, yes. All cops, but kinda. Us, yeah. He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. Jeff's mother hugged Jeff and said her goodbyes. The next couple of weeks were those where Jeff was visited by his family. Then came the day where his bandages were to be removed. His what? Bandages. Okay. His family were all there to see it. What he would look like. As the doctors unwrapped the bandages from Jeff's face, everyone was on the edge of their seats. They waited until the last bandage holding the cover over his face was almost removed. Let's hope for the best, said the doctor. He quickly pulled the cloth. That is not how yeah. doctors behave in that situation. Like <laughs> Ever. It's like, here comes the big reveal, guys. Let's see if he's really fucked up or not. Like <laughs> uh, Who had bets on Two-Face? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's mother screamed at the sight of his face. Fuck you, Lee Mom. And- <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Lee, you and Jeff's dad stared, awestruck. I'll at, accept at a face. gasp. Right. What What happened to my face, Jeff asked. Fire! <laughs> he- <laughs> you look like Freddy Krueger now. You should have Fire known. happened! He rushed out of bed and ran to the bathroom. He looked in the mirror and saw the cause of his distress. His face. It. It's horrible. His lips were burnt to a deep shade of red. His face was turned into a pure white color. This is you've seen you've seen this picture, by the way. You've seen the picture yeah. of Jeff the Killer. And his hair singed from brown Probably to black. Picturing it right now. He slowly put his hand to his face. It had a sort of leathery feel to it now. He oh, lo- I definitely have seen a picture of Jeff the Killer. Yep. He looked back at his family and then back at the mirror. Jeff said Lee. I'm so sorry, but that is Absolutely not what burns do. Yeah. No, not even remotely. Uh, this Show is me that very, again. This is very cool fan art of yeah. Jeff the that's Killer. Better. That's better. Yeah, that's, that's a little cool. bit better. I like that one a lot. But no, the, the original Jeff the Killer picture is that. He doesn't have nostrils even. No. Yeah, I don't know how that Nor works. eyelids. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Fucking A. <laughs> so it Jeff... was fun up until just now. <laughs> Jeff said, Lee, it's not that bad. Because that, that's a bad picture. Not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. His family were equally surprised. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> his parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. Uh, 
Jeff, are you okay? I'm not Jeff anymore. (laughs) My name, Jeffrey? (laughs) Okay. I've never felt more happy. (laughs) Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. He couldn't stop laughing. You want to know how I got these scars? (laughs) I was going to say, he fully just goes Joker here. He stroked his face, feeling it, looking at it in the mirror. What caused this? Well, you may recall that when Jeff was fighting Randy, something in his mind... His I sand, might recall that. You might recall. The thing you've brought up every oh, four <laughs> minutes or so. Something in his mind snapped. Now he was left as a crazy killing machine. That is, his parents didn't know. That was a weird... Doctor, said Jeff's mom, is my son all right? Is my son the Joker? <laughs> You know, in in the head? Oh, yes. This behavior is typical for patients that have taken very large amounts of painkillers. If this behavior doesn't (laughs) change... I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, when I got my teeth taken out, yeah, 100%. (laughs) The giggling, yes. My wisdom teeth, yeah. The... The uh, you know what? I just moved past. That's wait. When, when you take Vicodin, do you not become the Joker for the entire time that you're on Vicodin? That's like when Mel Gibson tried to tell us that alcohol made him anti-Semitic. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Or when uh, uh was it Roseanne Barr tried to say that Ambien made oh, her yeah, racist? racist. Uh huh. <laughs> and then Ambien tweeted that a side effect of their or the side effects of Ambien do not include racism. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> So if his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks, bring him back here and we'll give him a psychological test. Oh, thank you, doctor. A few weeks? Yeah. Jeff's mother went over to Jeff. Jeff, sweetie, it's time That's to go. That's so many Jeffs in a row. <laughs> Jeff Jeff's looked- mom came to Jeff and said, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff looked away from the mirror, his face still formed into a crazy smile. <laughs> Okay, mommy. Don't do that. <laughs> no. His mother no. took him by the shoulder and took him to get his clothes. This is what came in, said the lady at the desk. Jeff's mom looked down to see the black dress pants and the white hoodie her son wore. Ew. Now they were clean of blood and now stitched together. No, the fuck that white shirt was not. Yeah, I know. Nope. Jeff's mother led him to All his room. All the club soda in the world. Also, wouldn't it have a damn stab in it? And burn. It stitched back together. Yeah, it said stitched back together. From burning? Yes. Yeah, yeah 100%. Mm-hmm. That's just a new hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's mother led him to his room. We, and... we scraped together and got you this. <laughs> Jeff's mother led him to his room and made him put his clothes on. He... <laughs> I guess he was still in his nightgown or his hospital gown. They Hey, they do let you put your clothes back on before you leave the hospital generally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's sort of a, it's like a, it's like a thing. Well, they want the gown back. Yeah, they launder that and use it again. Yeah. Uh, then they left, not knowing that this was their la- the final day on. Yeah, not knowing that this was their final day of life. Later that night, Jeff's mother woke to a sound coming from the bathroom. It sounded as if someone was crying. She slowly walked over to see what it was. When she looked into the bathroom, she saw a horrendous sight. Jeff had taken a knife and carved a smile into his face. Jeff, what are you doing? asked his mother. Jeff looked Jeff. over to his mother. I couldn't stop. I couldn't keep smiling, Mommy. It hurt after a while. Now I can smile forever. Jeff's mother noticed his eyes ringed in black. Jeff, your eyes. His eyes were seemingly never closing. Well, I couldn't see my face. I got tired and my eyes started to close. I burned out the eyelids so I could forever see my face. 
My new face. Hey, here's the thing. Your eyes will shrivel up. Uh Uh-huh. Very quickly. (laughs) Jeff's mother slowly started to back away, seeing that her son was going insane. What's wrong, Mommy? Just now? Yeah. Aren't I beautiful? Yeah. Yes. I hate this now just because of the voices that Don's doing. It's worse. Yes, son, she said. Yes, you're, you're, let me go get daddy so he can see your face. She ran into the room and shook Jeff's dad from his sleep. Honey, baby, baby, we got to kill our boy. Well, (laughs) honey, get the gun. She stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. You know how fucking crazy you got to (laughs) be for your mom of a fucking 13 year old or whatever to be like, baby, get the gun. Get the gun. Yep. (laughs) Why? Jeff. (laughs) So she saw Jeff. His name is Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) She stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. Jeffrey. Mommy, you lied. And that's the last thing they heard as Jeff rushed them with a knife, gutting both of them. I don't believe it. I mean, obviously, but like still, though, I will. I don't care how strong a 13 year old you are. I'm going to fuck you up if you come at me with a knife. I mean, this one's, he's an, he's anime protagonist strong, remember? Yeah. You, you forget the anime protagonist, I mean, his mom, maybe. His dad must also, just by way of anime, be the last anime protagonist from this right, universe. Right, yeah, that's true. It is generational. And this is Jeff's awakening, so he's not at top speed yet or whatever. <laughs> right. And his dad is like an old veteran, so like, yeah, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? Jeff, we're gonna begin your training. I too killed my own mother. Unless, it, unless it's like a like a one for all type deal That's where fair. he had to pass it on and he's no longer like strong. A Highlander. There can be only one. I mean, uh, not not exactly the same, but like you're you're on the right you're track. You're in the ballpark, yeah. His brother Liu woke up startled by some noises. He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. He looked up. Before Jeff's hand covered his mouth, he slowly raised the knife, ready to plunge it into Liu. Liu thrashed here and there, trying to escape Jeff's grip. I I went to jail for you, dog. I went to the juvie for you, dog. Don't do this. You ain't got to do this, man. You ain't got to do this. Jeff said, go to sleep. I'm your brother. I'm your brother. That's the story. That is the story of Jeff the Killer. And all its poorly written grammatical... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my brain there were many times that my brain tried to stop because of the tenses changing from yeah. past to present tense oh yeah well figure this probably came out in what i don't know 2010 yeah, mid, maybe even earlier than that because uh slender man was in 2009 so it's got to be around like late yeah i would say 2010 ish because yeah. jeff the yeah. killer became like i was seeing lots of images of a slender man and then all of a sudden jeff the killer was there Right. Yeah. I would say Jeff the Killer is kind of like the second most famous. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff the Killer was like everybody knew something about Jeff the Killer yeah. if you were like on the spooky part of the Internet at yeah. all during that time. I, I just remember the phrase go to sleep. That yeah, was like, see, I didn't even remember yeah, that. Before he kills you, he tells you it's, to go to I sleep. remembered you would see pictures of him a lot that's like, send this post to blah, blah, how, however many friends or Honestly. Jeff the Killer will be in your window tonight at midnight. Yeah. That's pretty that's pretty courteous, actually. I think so. That's, that's, that's Everyone would like to die in their sleep. You know? Yeah. No, he wakes you up for whatever reason. Yeah, he wakes you up to, to tell you to go to sleep. And then kills you. Oh. Well, so, that's dumb. So do you feel better now? I mean, 
marginally. Yeah. Like, imagine being woken up to somebody going, hey, hey, go to sleep. Fucker, I was. <laughs> you mean forever? <laughs> Please? All right, everybody. So that is Jeff the Killer, the Campfire Story. Just another fun, dumb, little creepy. Just another pasta. fun, dumb, full of cum. What? Wow. Shit. Every time shit. Every time they're talking about, you know, that feeling that started creeping up inside Jeff, that's what I'm thinking of. He was on the verge of his first wet dream. Uh, this better not awaken anything in me. <laughs> but uh <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah yeah okay so you know the rules by now like comment share subscribe um forgive dawn forgive for me shit <laughs> <laughs> um, and for those voices what am i supposed to do just read it normally mommy you lied i don't, I don't know <laughs> what you're supposed to do but Jeff, it, it wasn't mommy, mommy. You lied. it was it wasn't that <laughs> mother you lied to me <laughs> Female offspring or female incubator. <laughs> what are they? What are they called? Not offspring. Uh, I don't know. Progenitor. Well, how, how would the coneheads have said it? Female progenitor. Yeah. You said a falsehood. <laughs> you have uttered not... a falsehood, mother, and for <laughs> that you will pay with your life. It is don't I look physically appealing to you, mother? It is a sin, mother. <laughs> I am your son. Am I not beautiful, mother? <laughs> no, you made it appropriately creepy. It just also like I don't. Like when you make me uncomfortable like that. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out humans don't like being uncomfortable. It's perfect and I hate it. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's just if I'm gonna read a story That's this how time, I feel about Fortnite right now. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I if I'm reading a story that's got quotes, I've got to come up with a voice for it. Sometimes it's beautiful and perfect, like um uh the beast of Busco. And then sometimes it's the- Oh, fuck. Well, it can't be. Yeah. Well, it's well, over it here. Well, it is. It's over here. I saw it myself. But uh, <laughs> if you like what we do and you would like to, and you can financially uh, afford it, uh, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash two towns over. You have to put in the search in or the address bar. Huh? You what, cannot search what, us. What's that, Pete? You say, you say, fuck Randy? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we have two new tiers. We've got the Keys to the City tier, where you get a custom-made, handcrafted, two towns over keychain. And we also have the, the that's $15 tier. The $20 tier is the Ghost Stroke Groupie Backstage Pass tier. Pete where- said, hashtag Liu did nothing wrong. Yes. <laughs> but he got one year in juvie. He got one year in the juvie and then killed by the person he tried to take the bullet for. Yeah. That's, yeah. Wait, I do... I do want to clarify something about the Patreon tiers and cut this if need be, but nor- normally everything that's uh, included in previous tiers Correct. is included in the higher tiers. Correct. So if you get the the Ghost Strokes tier, you, you also, also get, get the, the keychain. Key okay, yeah. I just wanted to make plus sure. the ten dollar tier, you get bonus episodes. Uh, Five dollar tier and up, you get uh, episodes a week early, and the two dollar tier and everything above, you get a shout out on the show. Uh, we also have an Audible uh, trial link. That's audibletrial.com forward slash TTO pod. Our Facebook page is uh, facebook.com slash TTO pod. Uh, we have a Teespring store, um, which is too long to read. So that will be in the link. Link will be in the description. 
Um, AudibleTrial.com slash PTO. You did? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. That one, um, this this time, I I would like it if everyone read slash reread, because I know I'm usually late to parties like this, but um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, just all of them. Yeah. yeah. It's a short read. It's very good, very British. And if you like Audible, um, they are read by... Uh, Oh yeah, Martin Freeman, the guy who played Arthur uh, Arthur in the movie right. that everyone likes. Yeah, that's really good. The movie is really good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I wish they had done the rest of them. Me too. Now yeah. that I've read most of them, I'm mm-hmm. still getting through them. But I only read up through So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. I didn't read mostly Harmless. I'm like halfway through So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. Yeah, it got a little weird towards the end. It's fine. Arthur can like fly now and stuff. Yeah. It's like whatever. <laughs> um, I believe that's. It uh, next um, week's episode is still left in the air because I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do yet. Yeah, definitely go. We we did our R- Ruben and I appeared as guests on Chuddle. We talked about it before. You got to um, say the whole sh- Chuddle the pod. Chuddle the pod. Yeah, yes. yeah. Go follow them and stuff. They yeah, go go follow they're them. Really cool. They're they're just really cool dudes. Like seriously, such a pleasure to to have gotten to be on their show. That was a ton of fun. Again, thanks Chuddlers for for having us. And I think that about wraps it up. Shout out to the plant babies and, and the their plant moms. mamas. Yep. Um, fuck cancer up the ass. Fuck it. Uh, and fuck. What was the other thing I said? Fuck earlier. The yakuza. Oh yeah. Fuck, fuck the, the yakuza. yakuza. We can't do that too many times. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> we we get we get like one more before maybe we're all dead and nobody ever finds out why. <laughs> yeah. It will look like an accident if if we die by the hand of the yakuza. Um, no, 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 Carly, no. Uh, we give you yeah. story rights. Car- to our Carly life. has given us the story <laughs> rights to her death if she dies horribly, and we will return the favor if the Yakuza kills us for bad mouthing them Carly's. on our on yes. our small podcast. Then <laughs> that the rights go to Carly Redacted. There you go. And on that note, uh, we will see you guys next time. Yes, we will. I've been Don. I've been Ruben. I've been Josh. Be good to yourselves, guys. I'll figure one out. Bye. Bye.